Good evening, kings and queens of Christ. We're back. I'm Marche. And I'm Ebony. Welcome, welcome. It's Friday night. Hope you had a wonderful week and are ready to relax mm-hmm. on this weekend. Um, today's topic, the episode is called Waiting on God. This is part one of two. Um, the discussion we'll be talking about is how God uses the waiting period to change us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, of course, we always have to start out with our commercial for our podcast. So, hold on one second. Okay, we are back. Mm -hmm. So, the first character of the Bible we're going to talk about today is Joseph Mm -hmm. and how his life was characterized as um, waiting on God several times in his life before he got to his promised land, um, which was being over all of basically a whole kingdom. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, Ebony, tell me, you are literally like the expert on Joseph and his story. So, just give us a background about Joseph. Okay, so um, Joseph was started out um, teenager, and he was his father's favorite. Um, I think he was um, okay, so, one um, of twelve. Joseph. He was one of twelve, um, and he was his dad's favorite because okay. he was um, by the wife that his dad loved the most. So um, he knew that he was God's favorite. So he would um, flash around or boast about, like we talked about last week. He would boast about the the colorful um jacket or whatever right. that he wore so um and then he would he would also have dreams so he was um gifted with dreams and when he would have these dreams he would pretty much like find it in front of his brother's face and saying um you know that i'm going to be ruler over you and um his brothers became jealous of him so because of his boasting which we will talk about later on but he was joseph was immature so right. that's one way that god um uses us to to pretty much get us to where he want while we're waiting because right. he matures us. But anyway, so he was immature. Um, and like I said, he was boasting. He was flying in his um, brother's face. So they were jealous. So they sold him into slavery. Um, in slavery, um, God always has a plan. So it looked really bad. Um, there were some people, I guess, who um, I think they wanted to, they found him or whatever. He was in a pit. So when they found him in the pit, the people came and they bought him, and then they um, took him to was Potter's Potter's house. Right, right. He got to Potter's house, so that's another thing. Um, it, when it always looks like we're getting, like we're about to be delivered, or we're you know we're getting close, and God is about to bring us out of something, and then we lose hope. 
you know, that's another part of the waiting. So Joseph went through like a series of events to where he seemed like he was about to, you know, get out and get to his promise and then things went left. Right. So we both have experience, you know, with that personal experience. It, just lo- it looks like we're about to get somewhere. It looks right. like we're about to get delivered. You know, we're finally getting the promise and it doesn't happen. Right. And we lose hope. So that's what happened with Joseph. Um, he got to Potiphar, Potiphar's house. Um, so he was out of the pit. You know, he was excited. He was you know, living good, and then Potiphar's wife tried to sleep with him or right. tried to seduce him. But Joseph was an honest man. He was a, um, you know, man of character, so he did not sleep with him, with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> Wait a minute. So, yes, he did not sleep with her. And then he, uh, <laughs> here we go with that study. Right. So, <laughs> so he did not sleep with um, Potiphar's wife, and um, Potiphar, you know, believed his wife and they threw him into prison so he was in prison for two years um during that time it was bad you know he was in prison he didn't have anything it was just a bad time and then um but he was still having these dreams right so then there were um you know prison like i said was bad it was whatever so then there was two people who were thrown into jail was the uh cup bearer and then the baker Mm -hmm. and then they were what you laughing (laughs) at We gonna get to this tonight, y'all. Please I know. bear it's, with it's, us. It's been a long tired week. <laughs> we we tired. tired. We tired. I'm gonna get to the conclusion. So, long story short, um, the cupbearer and the baker, they both came. Uh, Joseph, they told him about his, the dreams. Mm-hmm. Joseph, <laughs> Joseph told him, uh, told them both what the dream meant, and then they came true. So, right. whichever one I don't remember, he told him you're gonna get hung in three days. Right. He got hung. The other one, he told him that you know you're gonna be set free or whatever. So he was just like, remember me when you go to. Uh, Pharaoh. Right. It was Pharaoh, right? Right. Yeah, Pharaoh. Remember me when you go to Pharaoh. So, um, got to Pharaoh, um, he forgot about him. Of course, again, you know, he was hopeful. Pharaoh, I mean, the guy forgot about him. Did not get delivered then. He did not get delivered again. Yet another disappointment. Disappointment. Let down. Yes, exactly. And like what we are all too familiar with, which is why we were excited to talk about this. Right. So, of course, um, then you know time passed but during that time what we're going to talk about what is god doing while we're waiting because he's always doing something he's right. not um you know he does he hasn't forgot about us he's been quiet he's been silent joseph did not know what was going on but he was doing something and then of course it came the time when pharaoh was having the dream you know, right dreams or whatever and so um every he literally called for everybody in the nation to tried to interpret the dreams but nobody could figure it out and that's when of course how perfect god is he brought back up to Joseph, I mean, to the, um, was it the cupbearer or the baker? I don't know. I can't remember. His yeah, name. but whatever, whoever the guy was who, um, who, you know, was delivered or whatever, who got out of jail to go back to Pharaoh. So he came back pretty much and told him, um, you know, he was just like, oh, I remember somebody. Right. I, I met this guy in jail named Joseph. He was, um, you know, an interpreter. Right. And he was, and his interpretation was correct. Right. You know, so call him. And then, of course, they summoned him. Right. You know, got him out of jail. Um, Joseph was able to interpret the dream, you know, pretty much telling him what it meant. And um, they prepared for it. And then Pharaoh was so um, pleased and so, um, I guess, I guess appreciative that he pretty much um, set Joseph up to pretty much be like second in command. Right. And pretty much be like ruler over all Egypt. So he went from the outhouse to the White House. Right. Literally. So. (laughs) Okay. I like that. So um, literally that's just where, you know, God just shows how he brings us from ashes to beauty. So right, that's, exactly. Um, that's now tell us about those brothers that had to come back. 
and mm-hmm. ask for forgiveness. I forgot, yes. <laughs> so, of course, um, they were, you know, the brothers, they they uh, were jealous of him. They didn't like him. And um, at the end, like, Joseph, so pretty much, you know, during that seven-year reign, I think it was seven years. So, right. during that seven-year reign, um, what Joseph said came true. The crops, you know, it was like a um, famine. Yeah, mm-hmm. pretty much was a famine. So, um, God still was showing his grace and his mercy, and he used that bad situation. He used the brothers who were against him, who, you know, hated him, who talked bad about him, whatever. He he pretty much used them because he knew that they were going to have to go to right. that place because the only place that had, who had saved up, you right. know, had all the um, the stock and stuff was Egypt. Right. So they traveled there, and when Joseph saw them, he literally cried. Right. They didn't know it was Joseph, right. but Joseph knew it was them. Mm. And so Joseph had to forgive them um, in order to, you know, for them to be blessed as well. Right. And so. saved. And saved. Them and his dad and exactly. basically his whole family. Mm-hmm. So they all got blessed. And I think the verse is something like, you know, what you meant for my evil, God yes. turned it around for my good. Right. So with that, when we're looking at our waiting period, when we're waiting on God, we know we've been given a promise. We know we have this desire of our heart and mm-hmm. he's promised in his word to give us the desires of our heart. And you're waiting and you don't know what to do. You don't hear from him. Like you said, it's silent. You're still waiting, even when you think you're about to get delivered, and then something else comes up, and you don't get delivered. Like, mm-hmm. that's crushing. That's That'll literally make you feel depressed right. and defeated. Mm-hmm. So, we're, this episode, we want to talk about ways to get through the waiting period and what, um, what God is doing exactly. um, during the waiting period. Right. So, what is he doing? Because we often think that, um, like, you know, like you said, like, we're, he's just silent. Like, he's right. not doing nothing. He's forgotten about us, um, you know, or whatever, but he's he's preparing us right you know he's getting us ready for the blessing exactly. and for the promise because oftentimes we want these things um i think joe Osteen said before you know we pray for these hundred pound blessings right but we only can lift 50 pounds exactly so god is basically preparing us to be able to hold that blessing right and even with joseph so he had the dream that his brothers would bow down to him mm-hmm. that wasn't going to happen if he wouldn't have gone through all of that exactly. if god hadn't set that up how he did that would have never happened mm-hmm. like but we get so set on how we think God is going to deliver a promise. And we have this whole plan about, oh, I know he's going to do it this way. Or basically the easy way out. Like we just know that he's going to mm-hmm. do something for us. And we automatically want the easy way out. We yeah. want the easiest way to get to that promise. And that's not how God works. Mm-mm. And so it's very important to know God's character. And when you're learning his character, you have to see how he moves. And how he moves is based on what he's done in the past. And that's right. in the word of God. Mm-hmm. So... And most of the stories of the Bible, everything is a process. Like she said, it's preparation, and he's changing you. He's transforming you. Mm -hmm. He's teaching you and strengthening you, just doing a lot of things that you can't see if you're just so focused on getting what you want to get when you want to get it. Exactly. So um, can you, let's see, give give any examples about how or what is the best way to wait, like why you're waiting on a promise? Because you're saying the guy uses it, the waiting period to change us. Right. So, like, how does that look? So, um, in my own personal experience, um, it's been for me just waiting, like, with a good attitude. Okay. You know, um, and we talked before, so next week we'll talk about Abraham, so we won't mention it too much. But waiting just, like, um, with just, like, just a heart of faith, knowing that God said he's going to do it. Right. So, um, for me, again, um, I can 
God always, you know, like I've told you before, like um, everybody knows that I'm a little rebellious, so I can kind of just be a little hard-headed if I don't get what I want. I'm just like, I'm done, right. you know. And God keeps saying, well, you know, like if you want to if you wanna leave, then you're right. not going to get it. Right. So God keep, keeps trying to plant my feet firm right. in him. Right. You know, that Ebony, if I give it to you, you know, or if I don't give it to you, right. are you going to have your feet planted? Right. And I'm like a spoiled child. You know, if I don't get it, I'm just like, oh, you know, yeah, I ain't going to pray. I'm whatever. But that was, that literally was at the beginning. So that was right. like three years ago. Um, He has built my faith to where if he doesn't bring me my promise, um, am I still going to serve him? Right. And so that's somewhere where I am, you know, building up to say, yes, I will still serve you. Right. And you've seen the growth. You right. Know, you've oh, seen, yeah. Because like I said at the beginning, it, you know, I literally was just like a, um, I think, it, I forgot who said it, but it's like a. Like, you know, just like a boat on the water, you know, just go right. back and forth. Like, yeah. you just going, just whatever. You just all over Being the place. Being tossed and turned yes. by the waves. Mm-hmm. Wow. And that's how I was, just all over the place. You know, one day I would be, you know, feet um, planted firmly. The next day, you know, I'm just doing this. So he's he's building me up to where um, it's just solid. Like I said, if, you know, if it comes, it comes. If it don't, it don't. Right. But I will still serve you. Right. And that's what, in my opinion, um, that's what I'm going to need. To get my promise, he right. wants to see the commitment. Because exactly. if I cannot commit to him, right. then how are you gonna commit to what you say you want? Exactly. Period. So, so with that, um, that's hard because when you feel like he said something to you or he's promised you something and you think it's on its way or it's coming and it doesn't, yeah. it's easy to just be like, okay, like God, why are you doing this to me? Or yeah. like, what, like, what are you doing in this moment? Like, what am I supposed to be learning from this? You said you were going to get this to me. Why do I have to keep waiting? And remember what we talked about on the first episode, I believe, when I said when you're waiting, it makes it even harder when you see other people getting what you've been waiting yeah. on. And, of course, you know, we're not to judge other people or whatever, but it's easy for us when we're in our flesh to be like, okay, well, they doing this, this, and this, and they got it. Like, what what are you doing with me? So right. how do you – like, do you have any way to just get out of that? Um, yeah, I think it's, um, one, like I told you, being genuinely happy for others, um, knowing that their walk is not my walk, um, knowing that what God, God loves me. And then what's the scripture? Y'all always, y'all, what y'all will learn is my mind is very forgetful. Um, there was a girl who posted, she literally said, Gemini's are the most forgetful people. Like (laughs) I just forget everything, but, um, she pretty, you know, there's a scripture that says God is not a, like, um, like preference or he doesn't like prefer. Oh yeah. Yeah. He doesn't, um, um, give favoritism yes, or whatever he doesn't prefer one over, right. over the other so um if i see somebody else giving the blessing he loves them just as well right you know what right. i'm saying so that doesn't mean that um you know that just because you're doing this and doing that that he's not going whatever right. like your story is not her story your walk is not her walk what he's trying to build in you you don't know um you can't see you know like right. we, we are just human so we can't see how, what god sees right you don't know why he's doing it in that person's right. life you know because you can't see right you know you just can only see what you can the see outside. So, right right so it's pretty much you know mind your own business you know <laughs> standing your, stand your own lane mind okay. your own business and um just not worrying about what what what's happening for others and if if it is happening for others being genuinely happy you know happy for right. them because when it comes for you you want the same exactly so, okay yep. okay so during this waiting season um you said he's trying to build the commitment in you. Mm-hmm. Um, so is that basically saying like he wants you to trust him more or is it different? Yes. I think he, he does want you to trust him more because um, T.D. Jake said in his, um, so he just had a book out crushing. And then he also was on, um, he did an interview and he said in his interview, pretty much your reward for passing this test is your next, um, 
it's like you know your next right battle, battle trial, whatever. Much, or something. Yeah. So pretty much, um, as you've seen, I've been through. You know, you've witnessed um, me going through personal trials and personal, you know, struggles. So, you know, he let me go through it. You know, during the time, you know, when I was going through, I was struggling trying to find a job. I had just graduated school. Um, thought I was going to work for CPS. Thought I was going to, you know, right. I w- wanted to work there. Um, you know, make and do this and. I really you 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 saw the tears. Mm, yeah. I literally was in tears because I wanted I just wanted a job so bad. Um, How many uh, applications did you put in? I put in like over seventy some wow. applications, like within seven months. And I literally would cry, um, you know, to the people close to me, you know. And I did not know why God would not give me a job. Right. But I was willing to make, you know, the thirty some thousand. Right. Um, and people who work for TPS is super super stressful. Right. Sometimes you're on call. Sometimes you're whatever. But I'm just like. You know, I'm graduated. I'm just want to go, right. whatever. And God had me waiting. And when he set me up. So you thought that's where you were supposed to be. Yeah, I did. You, yeah, that's I, what you I wanted. I thought okay. that's what I wanted. Right. And I thought that, um, you know, it's supposed to be like this guy. You know, um, I don't, you know, struggle through school. I, you know, I, I done got my degree or whatever. Right. And then when he finally set me up, you know, to get there, it went, you know what I'm saying? Like right. when he blessed me, he blessed me. Right, you know exactly. What I'm saying? He, he set me up to where I couldn't have got, I, you you know, I exactly. couldn't have gotten that on my own. Right. That literally was just like, you know. Um, that was what he had for you all along. That's what he had for me. And it was much better. And I'm just like, God, thank you. Right. I did not get, you know. <laughs> Your way, basically. Jesus, thank you thank for you. not I did not get on there because it is a hard, challenging right. um, job. So I said that to say, during that seven months, he had me waiting. Right. And he was building my faith. And he, you know, and it, it's pretty much like a trusting, like, didn't I, be, you know, deliver right. you before? Didn't exactly. I, didn't I show you before that I, you know, um, whatever. So he's pretty much wanting you to remain faithful. Right. Because after he gives this promise. It's going to be something else. Exactly. Yeah. Back to back. Yep. And what does the number seven mean? Completion. Completion. Yep. So seven months of sending out application after application, crying, just being Going stressed. to interview after interview. Yes. Mm-hmm. Doing all of that. Having your heart broken every time yep. that you didn't get that call back or whatever. And then seven months later, you get a job that, mm-hmm. like you said, you can even yourself get. I can even get it myself. Uh, set me up to be um, the lead Exactly. Over people who literally, um, you know, had been there, who had seniority over me. Right. Um, so it wasn't by it wasn't by anything that you, know, you did. Right. No, or not even being, you know, just good enough or even being, you know, exactly. whatever. It was literally by his favor that, they, right. you know, they got, got you there. Yeah. Right. And um, it's the saying about that on how you don't have to be overly qualified. If God wants you there, you're yeah. going to be there. And that's where you're supposed to be, no matter what nobody else says. Right. You don't have to be overly qualified. You don't have to have seniority or th- be 30 years in a game or whatever. Yeah. Like, if that's for you, that's, that's what for he's me. going to exactly. put you. Period. And you know what's even... And you um, thrived and in I that position. Thrived. And you know what's even crazier? Because that position... No, nobody had you know filled the position. Right. Remember, like right. they, they didn't even have a teacher for that position right. for seven months. They had nobody. So God literally had a set just setting it up. Yep. Literally. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yep. So um, let's see. Okay. So he's building the commitment mm-hmm. to him. He's increasing your trust and faith in him. Right. Um. For Joseph, <clears throat> in his story. Mm-hmm. He's sold by his own brothers. They basically were actually going to kill him, but one yeah. of his brothers stopped that from happening, mm-hmm. but they were actually going to kill him. Right. So he's dealing with betrayals. Mm-hmm. He's separated from his family, from his father, whom he dearly loves and who dearly loves him. Right. He went from a position of favoritism, he's the favorite child, to being in the land with nobody, mm-hmm. no family on his own, and then doing hard work, building himself up, and 
then he gets thrown in jail because right. of a lie, basically. Mm-hmm. So he's been betrayed by his own flesh and blood, lied on, thrown in jail, mm-hmm. forgotten by the his uh, cellmates, mm-hmm. and then he comes to interpreting those dreams, which we can go back to that because that's one of his gifts. Mm-hmm. That gift is what God used to basically get him exactly. out of that and to put him into his promised land. Mm-hmm. So he's um, basically built up. He gets out of prison, gets to basically be over a whole kingdom. A whole nation, yeah. Exactly. Like mm-hmm. he had the plan and everything ready about how we're going to do this for seven years. We're going to do this. Like he had everything ready and mm-hmm. he basically was like you said in the white house now yeah. and couldn't have gotten that if he applied for that job and tried to get it himself he wouldn't you know what i'm saying ever like he, he exactly. could never get that so exactly. that's how you know um that it was nothing but god who got it for him exactly yeah. so those things i was talking about rejection betrayal being forgotten those type of feelings is how we feel towards god like right. we feel like mm-hmm. he's forgotten us or did he really say that or right. just Basically, like spoiled babies mm-hmm. or whatever. Like we just literally have this. We're angry. Whole, yeah, it. we are. We literally have, can it can become bitterness or whatever. And earlier, I told you I gave the example of we we're like little kids. Like if I tell my daughter, okay, you gonna get this, like a toy or something, she's not going to stop talking about it until mm-hmm. she gets it in her hands. Right. And that's kind of how we are now. So how do you? Um, how would you say we can get out of that? Like what are we supposed to be focusing on instead of just Gimme, give gimme, give gimme. Give I'm waiting on this promise. Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Like, how do we focus on other things than that? Because as um, we talked about, which we'll talk about in the um, Abraham's um, segment mm-hmm. about we make the promise we can, if we hold on so tightly, we can turn it into an idol. Right. And that's not good. Mm-hmm. So how do, what are we supposed to be focusing on? Um, I think we're focusing on him. Okay. You know, like focusing on um, just loving him so much. Okay. And, um, and that's a process. Right. Because I'm not going to lie, when I started off, I did not. You know, like that wasn't, you know, I'm just like, God, you know, I love you, but, right. I, but this is what I want. Right. And so um, through the process, you know, and through the, you know, just, just everything that he's done in me and everything that he's shown me um, and just still showing me how much he still loved me through all of this is building up a, um, a love that I can't even imagine. Right. You know, so. Um, I think that's what it is, you know, just focusing on um, him, focusing on like your purpose, right. what you're supposed to be doing, uh, doing during that time. Um, as you can see, he has us doing, you know, doing right. this. Like we both are waiting on something, um, but right now he has us, you know, focusing on others, right? You know, right, like right, focusing right. on others too, who are, um, you know, just helping out others and just not focusing so much on ourselves, like right. getting out of self and focusing on, you know, um, building others up, helping others, lifting them up. Um, and just serving, serving, right. every, yeah, serving and purpose um, until he finally brings you your promise. Okay, and I think we talked about this a while ago um, about when he does bless us with whatever we're waiting on, the desire or whatever, is we're going to be in the next second asking for something else. Yeah. Like it's always going to be something else that we want right. as long as we're alive. Mm-hmm. So trying to learn how to be content be content yeah. where you're at mm-hmm. no matter what you're waiting on being content with what you have right. because if you're looking back over your life where you are now mm-hmm. you pray to be there now basically mm-hmm. in the past you have prayed to be where you I are did. I have. exactly so it's being content with where you are knowing and remembering what he's done for you in the past. Mm-hmm. And if he's the same miracle working God that he was back then, Absolutely. he's still the same today. He's the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. So it's just getting to a place where you can, again, like you said, be content, be grateful for mm-hmm. what you have now. Don't, like you said, don't focus so much on self and don't complain. 
Because that complaining, complaining that Lord, complaining as you, that like grumbling. It, the, it, yes, right. and the Israelites, it took 40 years because they just kept complaining. They kept complaining about what they did not have. Right. And God, and like you you know, like I told you before, um, with me, you know, that's what I did at first, kept throwing tantrums. And as you can see, right. you know, he just like, okay, I got all the time in the world. I have all the exactly. time in the world. So you complain, that's on you. Right, exactly. And you're going to have to learn it you're gonna have to, yep. step by step. And that's, yep. like you said, he's trying to mature us. Mm-hmm. He's trying to mature our walk with him. Right. And as you get, of course, it goes from glory, from the one level of glory to the next. Mm-hmm. And it's just a process. It's, it's literally a walk with him. You're right. literally trying to learn his characteristics and see how he does. And what he did in the last season mm-hmm. does not necessarily mean that's how he's going to move this season. And it ain't going to look like. Exactly. What you think it's gonna look exactly. Like. Yeah. So, okay, let's talk about um, during one of your waiting seasons, because of course we all have had several. Mm-hmm. Um, how did you, um, or give an example where you, like, he gave you a preview, like you thought what you were getting, um, or what you were asking for from him was basically here or on the way, and then, but it basically didn't work out that way. Hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, so um, <laughs> but I'm like I'm like because I'm not trying to get you know get too much, but um, I will say like of course with the job, um, I I have one literally like a story and it literally broke me down. So, um, as you know, you know I was trying to become a teacher, so of course you know CPS at first, and then my mom was like, you need to go be an educator, so okay. because my mom's an educator, so um. That was hard because, right. you know, taking the test and all that stuff, I didn't pass at first. And then going back, I had to take it again. So um, finally passed the test. And then I'm just, okay, now I'm there. Right, you know, right. I, I passed the test. You know, I'm, I'm in that thing. <laughs> well, then I remember talking to um, – no, no, no. Okay, so, so back up. So before I actually passed the test, you remember I failed the first time. Right. But before I knew that I failed – a principal had offered me a position. Right. Remember at the school? Oh, yes. Um, There's a school. And then, so she offered me a position and the position she told me was really, really hard. Right. Remember she told me, oh, she yeah. was like, it's very hard. You know, um, you know, you'll be doing this, you'll be doing that. It's, it's challenging. It's, you know, whatever. But, you know, the pay was good. Right. So she was just like, you know, but um, if you pass the test, it's yours. Wow. And I'm like, okay, cool. You know, so um, waiting, you know, I had to wait three days to get the results. Literally got the results. I had failed it. Wow. Went back to the school. I begged this woman to give me that job. Wow. You know, I, yes. I literally begged this woman to give me. I'm like, can I please just work? I'm like, I don't, whatever. <laughs> you know, because I wanted, um, I feel like my life had been so stagnant. Right, you know, right. Um, I was living at home. I wanted to move out. I wanted to get, you know, my own place. Yes. And I just had all these things that I wanted to do. And so uh, I begged her to give me the job. And she was just like, I, I just can't let wow. you work without, you know, being certified. Right. And I remember going in the car and, um, like, hitting my head against the steering wheel, crying, just like, God, you know, like, like you know, you know, right. what I'm saying? this exactly. is why I've been whatever. You first of all, I waited seven months. Wow, to get the you know to get right. an interview or to even get a um, I mean not an interview, but to get a job offer. Right, this was my first job offer in you know, seven months. In seven months, my wow. first job offer after going to tons and tons. After of, you know, getting out of school, g- getting going through school, all of that. After getting yes, and you got another okay. seven months. That's yeah. basically another whole semester of school, like yeah. another year of school. Yeah, basically. And everybody who 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 was in my life at that time, they they just was like, I don't know what's going on. I do not know what's going on. I don't know why this is happening. Right. But I remember going in the car and I was just crying. I was just like, God, um, this ain't right. You know, wow. like you, you wrong for this, you know, and just right. crying. And I, um, I didn't know what was going on at the time, but, um, so of course, like I said, I failed the test by eight points, Wow, you know? And so I'm just like, whatever. So anyways, I go back, take the test, um, pass it. But then 
no job offers. You know, like right. nobody was offering right. a job. It had been after the semester had started, after school right. school started in uh, September. So there was, you know, exactly. positions were filled. So I had to wait again. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So right. anyway, so by the time, um, I remember right when it got bad. You remember. And, <laughs> and my mama remember. <laughs> it got so bad. It got so bad Ooh. that I was just like, um, just had a breakdown. Yeah. I literally had a breakdown. I called you. Yes, I was in Target. You I was remember. in Target. In the store. Called you. <laughs> Preaching. And I ain't going to tell y'all where I was at because y'all going to think something wrong with me. But I literally was um, calling Marche. I was like, I'm done. I can't take this no more. It's just bad. Too it's, much. Too it's much. too much. You know, it's too much. I can't take this. I can't whatever. Call. So I think my mama was in there. And I remember telling my mama. And right. she, my mama actually had told me, you need to. You know, like pretty much, because it was becoming an idol, right? Remember, right, my yeah. mom was just like, "You need to chill out, right? You need to let, you know, let it go, right? Whatever you over, you know, you overdoing it. Right. God is going to do it." She was like, "You doing, too, you know, right. she was like, you doing too much, you know, because she doing was there, lay down, yeah, yeah." She's like, "Going there, lay down. You just, you know, you doing too much, you know, you whatever." And I'm just like, "Mama, I can't, you know." So I was just, and y'all have to know my mom because she, anytime I do whatever, she's like, "Ebony, you doing too much, you know, you just she need don't to chill play out. She just all. like, you doing too much, right. so, um." Anyway, so um, literally, I had just had a little breakdown, you know. Just thought I'm like I'm done. This is it. Went in, um, went in there, went to sleep like she told wow. me to do. <laughs> like a kid, went in there, went to sleep. And when I tell you, was it the next day, Marcia? It was the next it was day, man. Like the, the next, next day. day. It was the next day. And I'm telling you, when I say breakdown, I'm talking about I. I was done. I was like I'm not like I ain't gonna get. You right. know, I'm, I'm just done with this job stuff. I'm done. The next day, I was at work, and then my principal, uh, well, my former principal, um, called me, and it was in February. Right. It was literally, um, he called me. He was just like, so, you know, we're looking for, you know, um, an inclusion teacher or whatever to come, and can you, you know, come in? And right. I was just like, yeah, you know, whatever. So, of course, you know, I was, like I said, I hadn't gotten no job right. offers since the, you know, the teacher. That other who, one, yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, the principal at the other school. So then I go in, I interview, and my interview wasn't even all that. Wow. You know, right. it wasn't. Right. You know, it wasn't all that. It was just, um, he's like, can you do this? I'm like, you know, and then he and he actually confronted me, like, after I got the job. He's like, you say you can do this and do all that? I was like, that's what everybody says. Exactly. I'm like, everybody Come says that. Now. We oversell our stuff in interview. Exactly. But he's like, you can't do this? I'm like, hey, that's on you. Teach me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, that's on you. But uh, I'm like, we, I'm going to oversell myself. I told him everything. He was like, whatever. But anyways, so... He was like, well, okay. He was like, you know, I like you. So he sent me to the second principal. Second principal was just like, you know, asked me a few questions. And he was like, okay, well, let's go to the head principal. Head principal was just like, you know, you got the job. I three remember, people you had three to go people. through. And I remember walking out of there, like, literally do, doing my little praise dance. You know what I'm saying? My little, you know. Exactly. Whatever. And I remember um, I just couldn't believe it. And it, just next had, it happened literally the next day. Wow. So right when you, like About to saying, give up. Right? You know, when it gets like exactly. this. Like we mentioned in our last exactly. interview, um, our last podcast. Right. When it gets the darkest, um, that's when the blessing is about wow. to come. It was pretty dark. Yeah, that's amazing. So three people. Yes. So I was gonna ask you. My next question is. Um, okay. So, so hold on. Okay. Let's. We're gonna take a real quick break. Um, we will be back. Stay with us. <laughs> 